Welcome to Soul Hearted Living with Dr. Deborah Rebel, a podcast dedicated to guiding your path to well being and personal transformation. Transforming loss into love. Despite its pain, loss shows us the healing power of love. It teaches us about the delicate balance, intensity, and richness of life and above all provides the greatest opportunity for our transformation. Loss is bittersweet, for we cannot experience the pain of loss without first having experienced the joys associated with what has been lost. The heartbreak that wounds us most deeply eventually leads us to greater enlightenment, blessing our lives with a more spiritual depth of life. We begin to grieve our losses by embracing our vulnerability. It is the path to healing our fractured self and connecting to self-love. Losses we suffer can derive from a wide range of situations, such as losing a job, ending a relationship, suffering from an illness, or grieving the loss of a loved one. We experience loss not only through death, but most of all through changing letting go and moving on. These losses encompass our unfulfilled dreams, missed opportunities, and the loss of our authentic selves. Whether real or perceived, we experience loss when we are deprived or have, or have to let go of something we had and valued, something that we needed, wanted, or expected. Because we make strong attachments to significant others, We undergo emotional distress when we are separated or lose that person. The loss of a significant relationship, even one with great distress, disrupts our bonds of love, connection, and security. Loss not only extends to our long-standing physical relationships, but also to the soul connections that come into our lives for a brief moment. The following story shows how loss can unravel us to our core and challenge challenge us to find the strength to live and spiritual meaning in such devastating pain. Up until the birth of her first child, Chloe's life evolved like she always imagined it would. She had grown up in a family with two parents who loved her and provided well for her needs. As planned, Chloe had graduated from a private high school and went to college where she met her husband, the love of her life. Soon after college graduation, they became engaged. Chloe obtained her first teaching position and they moved in together. Subsequently, they celebrated their marriage, moved into their first house, and Chloe became pregnant within the year. For the first 31 years of her life, Chloe had lived a storybook life, devoid of major loss or tragedy until ironically on September 11, 2001, she would be thrown into the abyss of vulnerability, depression, and despair. Although her pregnancy had proceeded without any complications, Chloe felt this nagging intuition that that something was going to happen to her baby. Even after reassurances by her doctors, family, and friends that everything was progressing fine, she couldn't shake this ominous feeling. Passing her expected due date, Chloe's anxiety heightened and continued to escalate until the morning she woke up and didn't feel her baby move. Sensing something was physically wrong, 
Chloe called her doctor and immediately went to his office for an ultrasound. As Chloe lay on the examining table waiting for the procedure to begin, she clenched her husband's hand holding her breath and tried not to think about the possibility in front of her. When the ultrasound technician robotically moved the scanner across her full belly, she still felt no movement. She gulped, trying to su suppress the panic that was rising within her. Without making eye contact, the technician remarked, unfortunately, and walked out of the room. Terrified, Chloe locked eyes with her husband and knew that her intuition had been right. Already in shock and preparing herself for what she was about to hear, Chloe got dressed and walked into the doctor's office. Sitting behind his mahogany desk, her doctor dispensed the devastating news that her baby had died and that she would have to d deliver him stillborn. As if in suspended animation, Chloe moved through the excruciating procedure of induced labor and delivery. To survive, she detached from herself and floated outside her body while it struggled to deliver her nine-pound baby. After 28 hours of agonizing torture, a new doctor was summoned to assist in the delivery. Seizing her from the brink of death, Chloe's angel doctor compassionately attended to her and her stillborn baby. As Chloe's baby, as, as Chloe placed her baby's hand in hers, she was struck by the love and connection she experienced more than the intense trauma she had just come through. Grieving the loss of her child, Chloe felt a great love and a deep sorrow in her heart. Dazed and in shock, she went through the motions in her daily life, yet the underlying anger, anxiety, and hopeless despair threatened to engulf her. Chloe felt hollow like her spirit had left her body, leaving an empty shell in its place. Over the next year, Chloe slowly began to emerge from the void of her own experiential death surrounded by the intense love, compassion, and acceptance of her energetic support team, including her husband. She shared her pain, guilt, and overwhelming grief and started to recover her fragmented self. As I shared with her, this was the spiritual contract she entered into with her child before he was born. Not all spirits on their soul journey intend to be born or live an extended physical life. Some are only here for a short time, to ground through the birth process, acquiring whatever physical information they need for their continued spiritual progression. This is similar to a plane descending and coming close to landing, but then choosing to ascend again into the air. Ultimately, we cannot know another's soul journey, so we must acknowledge whatever choices they make are part of their own divine path. They are fulfilling their soul's potential, even if that choice is death. Thus, we must be grateful for the precious time we have with them, even if it's for a few seconds, months, years, or a lifetime. Regardless of the time we spend together, our love and soul connection with them transcends the physical universe and energetically resides in the eternal space of the soul. There is no preparation for the life-shattering loss of a child or loved one, for it is an unfathomable pain that penetrates our lives and pierces our hearts. However, we can best honor our soul connection with our child or loved one by transforming our loss into love. We can channel the energy released at our loved one's death by putting their powerful light into positive use. This is exactly what Chloe did. 
Realizing her intense des desire to have a child, she directed this energy into becoming pregnant again within the next year. For Chloe, every ounce of her being went to caring for herself during her pregnancy and bringing a healthy daughter into the world. Her daughter Caroline would be the manifestation of the love she had for herself and her baby boy. Another way to direct this energy is to love those family and friends we cherish and send love into the world for the betterment of humanity. For example, we can become more kind and compassionate partners, patient and tolerant parents, attentive and caring friends. We can also channel our losses into love by healing others as we rid the world of racism, abuse, and hatred. Resonating as a field of love, we can also become love activists in our love-starved world. Experiencing unconditional love is critical to healing our feelings of loss, releasing our pain. Without full release, such losses create chronic distress, which may manifest in such conditions as depression, anxiety, and physical illness. If left unresolved, these losses still continue to be repeated and recycled through our interactions with others. It is critical that we mourn these significant losses in our lives. Without appropriate grieving, we cannot fully release the thoughts, feelings, and images of them. Remaining stuck in the grieving process, however, leads to a state of unremitting grief, which clings to feelings of sorrow, anger, guilt, self-loathing, and depression. We must share and express our pain and give it a loving space to heal so that we can become whole again. Leaning into our vulnerable selves allows us to face and experience the other side of loss, which is the unconditional love of ourselves. Here are a few other practices to transform loss into love. Lean into your grief and give it time and a loving space to heal by loving yourself unconditionally. Another useful tool that can help release our pain from unresolved losses is a self-designed ritual of release. This can be any type of creative activity where you combine different processes of creation into releasing the, the grief that you have. Another one is to direct your grief and pain by loving those family and friends you cherish and send love energy out into the world. And most of all, acknowledge that regardless of the time spent together, your love and soul connection transcend the physical universe and energetically reside in the space of the soul. Thanks for listening to Soul Hearted Living. You're invited to visit DebraRebel.com to claim your free e-guide, 10 Keys to Soul Hearted Living.